here to find out exactly how we're doing provincially and throughout Canada. Are we starting to reduce our wait times for health care? We're joined by Bacchus Barua, Associate Director of the Fraser Institute Centre for Health Policy Studies. Your report is called Waiting Your Turn. What does it indicate? You know, we've been doing this study for, for more than 20 years. Um, and unfortunately, this year's results are, are indicating that the wait time between referral from a GP to actually getting treatment is at 20.9 weeks. Um, which is higher than it was last year, uh, which was 19.8 weeks. And it's the second highest that we've ever recorded during our survey's history. Wow. Despite the fact that provinces are always, you know, talking about we've, you know, we're imposing these strategies to reduce wait times. It seems like it's not working. Absolutely. I mean, you know, I think the the former policies that, that we've seen over the last two or three decades of either uh, just throwing more money at the problem or, or, or kind of fiddling at the margins just don't work. Um, they give you a temporary reprieve, uh, but overall, Canadians are waiting longer than ever. Now, you broke your report down not only provincially, provincially but also uh, into uh, segments. One is uh, referral uh, by a general practitioner to consultation with a specialist and then from the specialist to the point of treatment. Do you want to uh, start off with uh, provincially how we're doing? Sure, Kelly. Uh, you, know, I, I, you know, just uh, on that point, it's really important to to mention that this uh, wait time that we're looking at is from referral uh, from a GP uh, to getting an appointment with a specialist, which is 10.1 weeks, and then from a specialist consultation to treatment, which is 10.8 weeks. And quite often, what a lot of provinces do is they only measure that second half of the wait time at the 10.8 weeks. And that's why we're actually trying to measure the entire wait time, because we know that patients are actually waiting uh, much longer than what's recorded in many provinces. Um, is that to make it, is that a political move to make us feel like okay we're being heard because we know we're waiting. Oh, I, I can't I, I can't comment on that. But but you know uh, measuring wait times has been a very long story. When we started measuring wait times in the early 90s, it was really in an environment where uh, governments and a lot of policymakers were actually denying that wait times existed. And of course you can do that when there aren't any measures. Uh, and over time we've seen that governments have actually started implementing uh, a variety of systems to actually measure wait times in their provinces, and they should be applauded for that. But there's a long way to go. Most of the provincial websites are still only measuring the wait time between uh, consultation uh, to actually, uh, between specialist consultation to treatment, and that's leaving aside a, a very large wait, although we're seeing some improvement there as well. Okay, so let's break it down provincially. How's Ontario doing um, compared to the rest of the of Canada? Well, there's, there's good and bad news. Uh, the good news is that Ontario has the shortest wait times in Canada. Uh, the bad news is that even though it has the shortest wait times, patients are routinely waiting 16 weeks in Ontario, um, and that's actually up from the 15.7 weeks um, that, that that patients were waiting last year. So dramatically long wait times, even though it's the shortest in Canada. Prince Edward Island reports the longest at 49.3 weeks. Let's talk about that number for a second. When you're putting Ontario at 16 weeks, you put um, Prince Edward Island at 49 weeks. Is that because they just don't have the healthcare professionals that we have out there? Because they wouldn't have the size of population we have. You know, for, for this particular year, we, we, we definitely want to caution the, the results from PEI, um, but because, you know, it's a small province, there are, there are few respondents there, so it's, it can sometimes be a little bit tricky. But that being said, um, you know, PEI has routinely reported wait times that are significantly longer uh, than Ontario and the national average in general. Um, in fact, all the maritime provinces are usually figuring in the bottom uh, three in terms of the rankings in Canada. Now, that was also true in 1993. Uh, PEI did have the longest wait time in 
in Canada, but at that time it was only 17.1 weeks. So there are definitely challenges that that provinces do face as a result of their geography and the structure that they do have. Uh, but this is a consistent problem that's been getting worse in in all of these provinces across the board. Now, did your report break down the uh, wait times for certain diagnostic technologies? Um, we did actually. We, we we have the wait times for MRIs, CT scans, and um, and ultrasounds, and all of those wait times are actually significant, uh, quite long as well. Uh, particularly MRIs. Uh, when we look at uh, the wait times across Canada for MRI, the average wait is about 9.3 weeks. A little bit of an improvement from last year when it was 10.6, but remarkably long for something like a diagnostic test, which is really telling you whether this treatment is uh, is is uh, urgent or not. Do you uh, have any recommendations for the provinces in order to lower uh, the wait times? You know, I think one of the one of the best things that's happened over the last couple of years is that we've become much more conscious of other countries around the world that have universal healthcare systems but don't have the long wait times. Uh, these are countries like Switzerland, Sweden, the Netherlands, Australia, Germany, all universal healthcare systems, but with dramatically shorter wait times uh, in there. And I think one of the things that that Canadians can and should do is really learn from these other countries. And when we do that, we see that the policies that they have to structure their universal healthcare systems are dramatically different than what uh, we've chosen to pursue in Canada. How so? so? That would be... Um, well, there are three things that they do very differently. The first is that they embrace um, the private sector as either a partner um, to deliver universal health care or as an alternative, kind of as a pressure valve when the public system is not uh, able to take all the patients in. Uh, they uh, expect patients to share in the cost of treatment. Um, these are usually things like a deductible or a 10% copay. And of course, they have limits on it, so that it's never a financial burden. But they understand that it provides important incentives for how people are using these very scarce resources. And finally, they also fund their hospitals very differently. Uh, they, they fund their hospitals according to activity, which incentivizes hospitals to actually treat patients because every time a patient comes in, the hospital gets paid. Now, it's not like any one of these things are magically going to fix our, our healthcare system, but it is important to remember that these are three very large policy differences between more successful universal healthcare countries and what we do over here. You know, uh, as soon as you said it took 9.3 weeks to get an MRI, I thought to myself, well, this opens that debate for the two-tier system again in order for people that have the cash. Maybe they uh, take a test uh, during the evening. You open it up. You allow them to. And that opens up more spots because the argument is always, well, geez, and that allows them to get first in line. Well, it allows them to get uh, their test done, but it also takes them off the waiting list. Yeah, you know, I mean, we, we've seen some very interesting policies um, in provinces, especially like Saskatchewan, uh, where they started a two-for-one uh, MRI program where, where people were allowed to pay privately, and then the private clinic also had to pay uh, for a person on the on the public list. So mm-hmm. it was a win-win situation uh, in that certain circumstance. But even a policy like that, which, you know, like I said, the, the private clinic was actually paying out of their pockets for somebody in, in the public system, uh, that received a lot of pushback from the federal government at the time. So even though policy... Even though provinces are trying and trying to experiment, um, it, they, they really do receive a lot of pushback from the federal government when it comes to the Canada Health Act, uh, which I think is ultimately uh, the largest barrier to really experimenting and, and looking at reforms in provinces. Like I, I, I mean, the, the scary thought about this is 16 weeks is a long time. If you found a lump somewhere, uh, you have to go see a doctor. That's the average wait time right now in Ontario. But you say um, we are the shortest wait time. What are we doing right 
Well, you know, um, I, I should mention when it comes to things like radiation and medical oncology, um, there are significantly shorter wait times in Ontario. Uh, the wait time is four weeks over there, okay. uh, which again, could, could be long, but Still, yeah. it's much shorter than the 16 weeks. Um, you know, when it comes to the actual differences between Ontario and the other provinces, it's very hard to tell. Um, both Ontario and Quebec just generally have shorter wait times than the national average. Um, and undoubtedly, I would imagine that some of it has to do with just the fact that these are large provinces with very concentrated populations. Um, but that doesn't mean that, you know, there, there are other policies that, that these provinces are, are, um, are pursuing that could be beneficial. Over here, this is really important to really help us start to identify what the differences are so that we can ask questions like, well, what's actually happening differently? Bacchus, I want to thank you very much for your time. Thank you so much for having me on the show, Kelly. Have a great day. Uh, Bacchus Barua is uh, Associate Director of the Fraser Institute Center for Health Policy Studies, talking about the wait time. Apparently they're up. Of course, the good news out of this bad news story is Ontario has the shortest wait, only 16 weeks.